What's up, guys? Happy October. It is the month of orange. It is a month of candy. It is a month of pumpkin spice. I love October. I have so many Libras in my life. It is actually insane. Like all of my best friends are Libras. My brother's a Libra. Both of my cats are Libras. Uh, Lucas is a Libra. Lauren's a Libra. Ashley's a Libra. It's like insane. It's so many birthdays for me. I, I feel like everyone has one sign where they're like, I just have so many of this person in my life. Libras for me make amazing friends. They make terrible boyfriends and people to date. That's just my take for me personally. I th- I actually quite like Libra men, but just not to date for me. They, we do not mix. So I will keep them as all my, my besties. Um, do I have my Halloween costumes planned? Yes. For once in my life, I've planned ahead because every year I get upset. Well, actually not every year. One year, whenever I plan it ahead, I do. It's amazing and I love it. And in general, can I just say, guys, I find that to be such a tip where it's like if you plan something ahead, it is literally it's the best. You feel excited about it. You have it to look forward to. There's no hemming and hawing when you get there. I mean, everything. I mean, like vacations. I mean, dinner. That's why I think about everything in advance because I'm like, then I, I just know it's planned and I'm so excited about it. Like, there's nothing I hate more than like when you're supposed to see someone and at like 6 p.m. they're like, okay, where should we go for dinner? Couldn't be me. Would never be me. Okay. I am a planner. Okay. Okay. So, I'm not going to say what my costumes are. It's going to be a surprise. I'm sorry if that's annoying. One of them is a joint costume with wig. This is a big hint. I mean, you'll be able to get it. It is from a show that everybody, including me, hated, but that had really good music. So that is your hint for that. Um, I I love Halloween. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I absolutely love those Brock's candies. Not candy corn, but like the big pumpkins. Those are so good. Me and my mom love those. I will, will always remember that when I was little, my mom kept a bag of them hidden in her drawer. And when I found it, I ate them all. And she was like, where the fuck did my candy go? Because we had to bring it from America because we obviously I grew up in London. And so they didn't have that specific candy. So she would like bring it over. And she was like, did you see an entire pack of these like sugar pumpkins? I'm pretty sure the only ingredients in those Brock's pumpkins are corn syrup and sugar. Fucking delicious. I love how they melt in your mouth. I love how they make a little paste. I love it all. I really do. And yeah, I don't know. I have so many happy memories from Halloween. I really do love it as a holiday. I know some people find it overwhelming, but for me, the mixture of extreme glam and creativity and um and candy and sugar and also dressing like a slut, it's like a perfect holiday for me. I couldn't love it more. I have always really gone like the slut route and I'm okay with that. I don't care. I I it is like in girl world, you know, I always think of that mean girls um soliloquy, but I I love it. I love to dress like a little hoe bag. I love to wear out the tiniest outfit I can find and just call it a costume. Also, I really credit Halloween as the reason why I had red hair because one year I was poison ivy and then I was like from that moment on, I was like, I really want to have red hair at one point. So it can inspire a lot of things. I think my favorite costume that I ever was, was maybe the poison ivy one because it was just so fun. I also one year, I think I was like Tinder. I, when I lived in San Francisco, 
me and all my roommates were dating apps. It was so funny. Like one was the league. One was like Christian mingle. And we made all these like elaborate costumes because that was in like 2014, right? When all the dating apps were starting to come out. So that was a very creative one. One time we were all serial killers, which is really cute plan words when we were in college. So we were all a different serial. And then we had like fake blood on our mouths and like fake knives, which was really cute. Um, but yeah, I love trick or treating. I, I don't really get that many trick-or-treaters in my neighborhood. So I've in the past couple of years gone to Brian's house because she lives in a very residential area. I just love to hand out candy. I just think it's so cute. The kids are so excited. And do you remember like the the intensity of the day as you were a child? Like it was so intense. You would like prepare for weeks and you would get your pillowcase and, you know, you would be so stressed about like how much candy your parents were going to let you eat. And like, were you going to swap with your sibling? Like what, who was going to get the biggest candy bars? Like it was just so intense in the most fun way possible. And I just, oh my God, I fucking love Halloween candy. It's so good. And I also love how everybody just like puts their whole dick in it. Like every office you go into has Halloween candy out. Like every little, like you're renting a car, they have a bowl of Halloween candy out. I'm like, yes, this is the type of thing that we just need to have more, more often because I just, it's nice. It makes people feel good to have candy. So Needless to say, I am absolutely pumped for Halloween. Today, I want to talk about housewives. I just need to get it all out in one place. Just my thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts because there's a lot of housewives on right now. So I'm going to start with New York and I'm going to say something that's controversial. If you're easily offended, honestly, just don't listen because I mean, you probably don't listen to this podcast anyway, if you're easily offended. So I'm going to come out swinging. I'm not going to mince my words. I'm, you know, I'm not going to be like, well, I didn't know. Why is the central conversation on Real Housewives of New York, the most iconic of all the franchises, why is it about who had the worst childhood? Now, before you start sweating and calling Sirius XM HR, I didn't say that some of them didn't have really bad shit happen to them because they did. And I am sorry about that. And I appreciate that. However, I don't think that the main conversation at every group dinner should be about who had a worse upbringing and a most traumatic childhood. I just don't think that it's the time and the place. I also think that it really speaks to where we are as a society, that that is where the conversation has been focused. Okay. This is reality TV. This is Bravo. This is a show that people watch to laugh and we definitely get to know the characters you know in in the other franchises like we definitely got to know about like bethany's you know messed up family life and like ramona like her shit and how it influenced her like to be how she is today and like a lot of people like it it comes out but it comes out in due time it comes out as it would normally in a friendship or in like a group friendship you know you get to know people over time and then you know someone has a fight and then they're like damn i'm sorry the reason that i acted like that is because i have this this and this relationship with my um father or whatever it it is so bizarre to me that they sit down at every fucking meal and they're like all right, well, you tell your childhood, oh, well, that's not as bad as this. Or, oh, one time I had $5. Well, one time I had $0. Okay. Uh, First of all, let me just say, I really respect Erin for being like, well, I I didn't grow up poor. I really respect her for just coming out and saying it. I do feel that Jessel kind of like, not embellished, but just kind of like played up when she came to New York or whatever the hardship or whatnot. Maybe she didn't. I don't know. I got that sense that she did when everybody everybody else did on the show. But I also have sympathy for her because 
it was at that point when they all turned around and they were like, well, Jessel, like you haven't told us anything about how you grew up. Like you need to tell us. And like, she, I could, I kind of got the sense that she was on the spot and she was like, oh my God. Like, uh, yeah, well it was like hard. I had hardship for me too. And like, whatever, whatever. And like when I, when I posted about Jessel on my Instagram story, like so many of you were like, oh my God, she can't stand her, whatever, whatever guys. I think it's actually so fucking weird how how they all bully Jessel so much. I know that I I'm going to be in the minority for that because a lot of like given what I've seen on Instagram, a lot of you have negative responses to her, but they actually like bully her. They're like shut up Jessel, like what like everything she says. And I know you guys would come back and say, "Well, she's quite rude." I genuinely don't find her rude. That's my opinion. I don't interpret what she says as rude. I It could be that I grew up in England too and that's just like her tone. Like I think she's just kind of like dry and like doesn't care that much. But I genuinely don't think she's rude or means any harm whatsoever. I really, I have to say that I don't. She, I'm not like a Jessel Stan. I'm not like, oh my God, I would like go to bat for her. But I do think that they all gang up on her. And they asked her, they like literally said oh we don't know anything about you and she started talking and they were like oh why would you ever tell us about like those details like you went into way too much detail and it's like okay well this is like the most strange way to get to know people ever is to basically at every dinner they make someone cry for either telling that for either not telling them enough about their family or telling them too much about how they grew up it's very confusing so that's my one point my second point is that I feel that they're all trying a little bit too hard to play whatever role they're in, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like they're exaggerating these bits. Like, I think that Sai is over-exaggerating the, like, I'm always hungry bit. Like, you can't, like, being hungry is not a personality trait. Like, I, I also get hangry, but I don't mention it, like, 50 times a day. So I think like that, she's like, that's her bit. And she's like, well, I'm, I, this is me. This is my thing. And like, Aaron is, is like really, really like the normal one, like the cute one. Like she's the one who always does everything right. And she plays that up so much. And I'm like, okay, okay, get, get it. You're perfect. Your family's perfect. Your husband's perfect. Like we get it. We get it. I feel like Bryn is like the flirty one. And she like really wants to know that everybody, like she's the most flirty and like, she's just so, so, so flirty and so, so, so cute. And like, whatever, whatever. And it's like, okay, we get it. However, I will say that Bryn has grown on me a lot. And like, honestly, thank fucking God for Bryn because otherwise there would be no levity. There is no silliness. They're never dicking around. Like they are never just like having a laugh. Like everything is so contrived and like, like, talking about like all this serious stuff and then like arguing about the serious stuff that was said I'm like Jesus Christ can we all just like have a margarita and relax like it's it's so intense it's so intense so honestly shout out Bryn for being light and airy and it's so funny because when she is light and airy everyone's like you're trying to fuck Aaron's husband no she's not be so fucking for real. Did anybody actually think that that was serious? She was literally in a public space at his fucking engagement party, like joking around. Like it to me, it was like a dad joke. That's how it was like so bad that it was like, how could that would be how that would be interpreted as serious is beyond me. But whatever. Like I said on Instagram, different styles of humor. I love Jenna, but I do feel that she's too like isolated, like it's funny because I feel like they're like, oh, Jenna's like such a diva, blah, blah. And I'm like, because you treat her that way. You don't treat her as an equal. You treat her as like a princess on a pedestal. And I get it. Like it's Jenna fucking Lyons. She's intimidating, but you can't befriend someone by putting them on a pedestal and acting like they are in a different league than you. And then also calling them out for being like, for being 
like in a different league than you. I don't, I don't get that at all. I think like it, what it all boils down to is like these women don't have a lot in common. They weren't friends before they mash them together and they're just trying to make it work. And I do feel that there's hope. Okay. Apparently Leah McSweeney is coming back on the show for next season. Oof, sheesh guys. I don't know about that. Um, like I, I get the choice. I do think she might help the group gel together a little bit, but at the end of the day, I just, I think that it's weird because they don't have that much in common, the women, whereas in every other place, like you watch OC and it's like, these women are from the same fucking town. Now that's the cool part about New York city, right? Is that you can have women who are even in the same like socioeconomic band. They're all like obviously wealthy and like fancy and whatever, but they are just from totally different worlds. And that's like the great part about New York city, but they're just not bound together. I think when you think about legacy Roni, they were all obsessed with like society and like the same guy named fucking Tom. And like, they all knew the same people. They all went to the same place in the Hamptons. Like that helps because then you feel like you're watching a slice of a certain society, which I really like because it's like that voyeurism, right? This felt like they were just you know, like, oh, let's grab a couple of like the, these all really like impressive in their own ways, women and mash them together. And it's like, but they're not friends. They don't care to spend time together and they don't really care. Um, oh, I, I forgot. Also, Uba does bring levity and 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 joy to the show. I think she's great. But explain to me this. Why does she not get in trouble for not talking about her backstory? Because I don't know anything about, I don't, I don't know if she's married. I don't know if she has a partner. I don't know if she has kids. I don't know anything about her, but they don't get her in trouble. But then with Jenna, Jenna was literally like, I have this really bad disease that I'm really self-conscious about. And I've had for my whole life. And they were like, you don't tell us anything. You, you keep your cards too close to the chest. I'm like, I literally, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know if Uba has a partner like I don't even know anything about her so why does she get a pass I don't understand but I do but I do like Uba a lot so that is my kind of state of the union on New York I that that being said that being said I still watch it and I still love it I will always watch it I do like I've never turned away from a housewives franchise like I've never given up on one I always power through I might take a season off or two but I always come back to it because it's my favorite show so that's why I feel like I'm in a good position to give my notes Okay, I'm one behind on Salt Lake. I, I'm sorry. You look at the new New York and you compare it to Salt Lake and it's just apples and oranges, isn't it? I love Salt Lake. It is, the, to me, the strongest housewives right now. It is so fucking good because they are all either delusional, hilarious, extremely rich, don't give a fuck, or extremely preoccupied with having fun. And like, that's good housewives. I will always be a Meredith Stan. Okay. I love Meredith Marks. I do. I just, I really like her. Couldn't be happier that Mary Cosby is back. How she is a real human being is beyond me, but she makes the best television. To me, she's like on par with Ramona where I'm just like, you are so funny to watch. It is actually insane. Like I can't, it's it's unfathomable how funny she is. Like, I, I actually can't believe she's real. She's so, so, so funny and makes the best TV. The new housewife on Salt Lake, Monica. So I'm going to be honest with you. My first impression of her is that she has pick me energy. That is what I wrote in my notes. I'm sorry. I'm just responding to what I wrote in my notes while I was watching the show. Because I saw a TikTok and I, I haven't verified this yet, so I could be wrong. But you know how in 
the the one episode she like does the crying story where she's like oh my god like I felt like I would be left out because I don't have like fancy things so I went to get a Louis Vuitton bag so I would fit in for the trip first of all why would you say that in front of your teenage daughter like again I know I'm, I'm I mean who am I I don't have kids I know take me out back and shoot me I know I'm terrible to say that but like why would you say that in front of your daughter like you should be like like if you feel that way then maybe don't tell her because then she's going to be you know like oh well I have to buy things so that I am equal to my people like who I'm around which isn't true of course so but the, and then she's like making it a big thing and then makes it a big thing when they go on the trip she's like Zanny's and the Louis whatever so I saw a TikTok that said that you know how people on TikTok are literally insane and they like work all this shit out the guy had like screenshotted it and done the measurements and found out that it was a fake Louis Vuitton bag. Now, again, have not verified this. This is alleged. This is alleged. But if that is true, the fact that she would create that sob story to try and gain favor with the audience or whatever is literally insane to me. That is insane. So I'm very curious if any of you have any knowledge as to whether that is true or not. Then it was like, they go on the trip and Lisa loses the ring. And like, was she really annoying about it? Yeah, she's really annoying a lot of the time. But like, it is $60,000. And whether you have that or not, someone losing something of that amount of money, like you can feel bad about. Like, even if you would never buy that for yourself, I think accidentally losing a piece something that is sentimental to someone is like a fairly relatable experience like maybe it's not a $60,000 ring maybe it's a fucking you know something you had everybody has accidentally lost something one time in their life and she was obviously distraught about it and she, yeah again like I, I get it she was being annoying like she kind of just needed to be like okay fuck like that was a freak accident I need to like call my insurance and move on but like Monica made so many fucking pick me comments after being like, oh, well, I'll just call my jeweler. Oh, I don't have a jeweler. Oh, oh, I never do. Oh, oh, like, oh, $60,000. And it's like, we get it. You're the relatable one. That's how you're setting yourself up to be on TV. I just like I've watched Housewives for long enough now where it's like I can see the wheels turning with new housewives where it's like they know how they want to be perceived. And the funny thing is that by trying to over engineer it, it always messes up it in my opinion it always always messes up because you can't really engineer how the audience perceives you your best bet in my opinion is to just be your fucking self and take take what you get and think about the housewives that you love the most they're all the ones who are just themselves unapologetically like they sometimes they're annoying sometimes they're nice whatever but that's how humans are sometimes we're annoying and sometimes we're cool like we're human beings, we're people. And I think that the housewives that do well are the ones that just lean into being like completely, completely themselves. And that's why, by the way, I, I know that you guys always, always think I'm insane, but that's why I have so much sympathy for people like Ramona and Luann and Sonia, because they have never over-engineered how people view, they don't, they don't, because they don't give a shit about how people view them. They're not even thinking about that. They're just thinking about their next Pinot Grigio or when they can go to get a, go to a fun party or like what, wh how that Tom guy thinks of them or whatever. They don't think about that, which I really, really, really appreciate. Okay. Angie Kay. Guys, you know, I'm pretty like diplomatic these days. I need to be honest with you. I can't stand Angie K. I I can't, I can't stand her. Like I cannot, I can't stand her. And maybe I'll eat my words. Maybe I won't, but everything about her grates on me. And I really just do not like her. I have always liked Heather. I think she's funny and I think she's sensible. And 
she takes a lot of shit from people like she has in the past and she just kind of like takes it on the chin. She's just like, okay, like whatever. And I, I, I do like Heather Whitney. Whitney is such a pot stirrer and she's so dramatic. And I'm just like, why, why, why would you need to stir the pot that much? She's like, honestly reaching Brandy level of pot stirring where I'm just like, dude, you've got to just like take a seat and relax for a second. So those are my thoughts on Salt Lake. It's going to be an absolutely fucking epic season. Also, did you guys read that apparently Jen Shaw and Theranos Elizabeth Holmes have become friends in prison, which is just like, can we get cameras on them? Like that is absolutely wild. Whoa, whoa, whoa. OC, I'm a few episodes behind. I really do see what you guys meant about Emily's husband being a lot nicer because a couple of weeks ago on my Instagram, I was saying like, who do you guys think is the worst housewife's husband ever and i was saying shannon bedore's husband is i think it's like lenny hockstein and then shannon bedore's husband they're like tied for first and then i said oh i i haven't watched in a few seasons but but i think emily's husband was really mean and you guys were like he's done such a 180 he's turned around and he really has which is so insane to me because i don't know i feel like men don't really change and i'm not saying that in a man-hating way at all i just i feel like men are kind of set in their ways and whereas women are always evolving themselves but he's really different keep in mind i didn't watch last season but i just hopped in for this episode it made me like extremely emotional when um heather's kids went to college i was like sobbing i I've, i literally have been pmsing for two weeks but like i was sobbing hysterically and I just can't imagine how difficult that is. I also love Heather. Like I love her. Also, it was really funny because when I put that up on my Instagram, someone wrote to me and said, why do you think they're all so mean to Heather? And I go, because she's the only one who's truly happy. Sorry, but it's true. Um, Yeah. Shannon and Tamara, will they mend their friendship? I don't know. I just feel like Shannon has never, I don't know. I feel like she needs to go on a retreat where she like cleanses her energy or something, because even though she seems like happy on the surface, I just feel like she has a lot of trapped negative energy. Also, I just saw that she had a DUI, which is like obviously horrific. And thank God no one was injured. But like you cannot drink and drive. Like, please, guys, please. Zero tolerance policy over here. That's really sad. Okay, so Steve actually just told me that she is actually going to rehab, which maybe is an amazing thing for her. I pray that she finds healing. Maybe she can like cleanse her energy and get to a better place, both in like mind, body and soul, because um, yeah, so good thoughts for her on her journey. And then Miami. Okay. Miami is my favorite housewives to watch because it is the housewives where I fully have phone level zero because they just live the most insane life. And they are all such characters and talk about people who literally don't give a flying fuck about what the audience thinks of them like I actually worry that they forget that there are cameras there the way that they act they act like complete hooligans in the best way possible and I love them for it um my favorites are Alexia and Marisol because they literally are just always partying and always down to drink and they are so funny and they're actually the, also the best part with Miami is like they're all friends. They actually are friends in real life. And also the thing that I was talking about before, where it's like, they're all part of the same society. Like they really are in the same slice of life. And that just makes it so much better because they all go to the same parties. Anyway, they all know the same people when they're talking about like, Oh, Adriana is like new man. Maybe he's not like, they all know who it was. And that's why the drama is so good because it's real. What Lenny is doing to Lisa is actually fucking horrific. Like it is such 
abominable behavior. It's actually insane that a man would do that at like to the mother of his children. I have truly no words. And all I can say is I really do believe people get their comeuppance and he is going to get his because he's a nasty motherfucker. Um, and that is my housewife state of the union. I will talk about housewives all day long, so I'm going to stop it here, but that's, those are my thoughts. I would love to hear your thoughts. Please write to me. I love you guys. I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.